0: This podcast, I'm Jace, and once again I'm here on my own for an in-between show um, It's going to be a nice short one again um, Not a lot to talk about to be honest with you um, I want to take this opportunity just to stick up another indie interview that I did a couple of weeks ago And also we're going to wrap up the previous Ninja Challenge and get the new one started as well So uh, without further ado, the first thing I want to do as I say was an indie interview This is one I did with a guy called Alistair Aitchison a couple of weeks ago He's responsible for the Greedy Bankers games on iOS, which you can get now. And he's also got a game called Slamjet Stadium coming up, which he's going to talk about in the interview. So here comes the jingle, and um, I'll see you on the other side. Okay, hello everyone. You've just heard the fantastic jingle, so it must be time for another Indie Spotlight. And today it gives me great pleasure to have on the other end of the line, Alistair Aitchison. Hello. Hiya. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, very good indeed. So, uh, we got you on, because um, we like to talk about indie uh, talk about indie games and indie developers, and uh, we chatted on Twitter and stuff, so um, really I thought we'd get you on and see what you have got to talk about. So,
1: um, sort us off, can
0: you tell us a bit about yourself and about how you started off in, uh, being an indie game developer? Alright.
1: Well, um, I am I work as a one-man game studio, so I uh, make my own games on my own full-time. Uh, I do all the artwork, do all the coding. They also do all the kind of business marketing PR side, the stuff that's not quite as fun, but I, I guess, uh, a necessary evil for an indie developer. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been doing this for full time for the past two years. Uh, before that, um, I actually, I learned to program back in 2002 when I was, uh, when I was a teenager, um, using Blitz Basic. I don't know if you, if you've heard of Blitz Basic. It's often, uh, it yeah. Yeah. Well, Blitz Basic um, was a, a programming language designed for developing games with kind of like a, people who use XNA or Flashpunk today. Um, so anyway, I learned on that. I um, was going on that um, for quite a few years, really enjoying it, and then went off to university where I studied maths and just met a lot of other people who were also into making games learned XNA, you know. Did a load of game jams, made a load of experimental games, and it was really fun. And I got to the end of my degree, and I thought, well, I could go off and go, you know, go in, into an investment bank like all my friends are doing, or I could do what I really love, and that's uh, make video games. So I thought, right, well, I'm going to set up my own business, and I'm going to, I'm going to have a go. I'm going to see if I can make it.
0: Wow, what a bold choice, that is.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so um, back uh, last year, well, no, it was longer than last year, um, uh, I launched a game called Greedy Bankers. So, uh, yeah, no, that was in 2011. I launched that. It was my first sort of uh, self-published game on the App Store, um, an iPhone puzzle game. And um, then in the autumn, I released Greedy Bankers vs. the World, which is a multiplayer version of the game where you share an iPad and you can play against each other. Um, and there's a lot of cheating and stealing involved. You can reach over to your opponent's side of the board and grab all their gems and things like that. You get a, you get a bonus for everything you steal. Um, <laughs> and through all of that, um, I ended up getting a bit of a taste for local multiplayer games on iPads and um i uh, ended up developing a whole new one which is slamjet stadium which is the game that i'm developing now and hopefully should be releasing at the end of february
0: oh wow yeah um i've been playing uh, greedy bankers on my iphone yeah? recently i wasn't aware of the ipad version actually um but i've certainly been playing it on the ipad uh, sorry the iphone and uh, i'm really enjoying it what it reminds me of um Building up the gems and stuff. Yeah, uh, it reminds me of Super Puzzle
1: Fighter. I'm sure you've been,
0: you've heard that before. Yes, I know
1: Puzzle Fighter. It's a, I mean, I know I've got a great deal of admiration for Puzzle Fighter. I think um, when I originally came up with it, it was. Um, I mean, the very first design for it came out of the um, experimental gameplay project, which is a sort of online, a bit like a game jam, but much more informal and all done online. Um, run by some of the developers behind World of Goo, um, and some other things. And Cannabolt by Adam Saltzman was developed for one of their, one of their events. Oh. Um, and the theme, uh, for the one I made the original, very, very first version of Greedy Bankers for was casual addiction. Um, and it was really, why well, I'd been getting into Super Puzzle Fighter and that kind of gave me an idea of how the gems would be Put together, but the movement, the way that you manipulate everything on the screen all at once, gravity or anything, um, you, you maneuver the gems around the board, um, with your finger. And that actually came from another game that I'd done, uh, for a game jam with a friend, like a couple of years previously called Shifty Trains, which was, if you imagine a cross between pipe mania and those sort of shifting tile puzzles, where you um have to rearrange a picture or something. Yeah. Between those. And eventually I came up to mash mashing together all these different like ideas and things that I liked for a kind of rewarding puzzle experience where everything popped and buzzed and was very tangible. Um and it's all mixed together to make greedy bankers and tried to have some friends and they all really loved it. So I thought, right, so I'm gonna make this for iPhone and see how it does. Oh, fair play and it
0: it really does work. Um as I say, I quite like it because uh, you've got the chance to build up the gems and stuff like that. The gameplay also sort of reminds me of sort of like a Sokoban sort of game, where you've got to really know where you're leaving your spaces to move things around and uh, trying to trying to manage that board um, as it all fills up. It's um, it gets really hectic very quickly.
1: <laughs> that's good. Well, that's exactly what I wanted because that's you know that's the kind of stuff that I like playing. I like hectic games. I like them to be fast paced. I like them to. Keep you on your toes, and make you think fast. And it's funny, I've not heard anyone, you know, no one said uh, soccer bomb before, but um, but I do, I, do uh, I, I get what you mean by that. And um, you know, I think with the game, what I find is a lot of the emergent strategy, a lot of a lot of that comes. The richness comes from you know working out how to manipulate the space so that you, you make the most money with the space you're given. And working out, or oh, should I be breaking up the rubble to make more space? Or should I be just working with what I've got and trying to make it bigger? And the funny thing is, I, I'm not a massive fan of soccer bomb games. <laughs> um, but I think once you have that random element, when the, the screen is very, it's unpredictable what you're going to get. And it's really up to you how you manipulate that and, you know, how you arrange the screen yourself. Um, I don't know. I think that gives it a kind of, the random element gives it a kind of edge. Um, so that you're not trying to solve an, a puzzle that another person has come up with, a you know, a riddle where someone's on the other end saying, Oh, you will never, you will never complete it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I get that distinction. It's really good. And, um, yeah, like you say, it, it gets you, your brain working and your fingers working fast. That, that's right up my street, really, in terms of uh, the sort of gameplay that I really get on with. Um, carrying on with the games then. So you talk about a new game you've got coming out. Was it Slamjet Stadium?
1: Jet Stadium, yeah
0: Okay. Uh, what can you tell us about that?
1: Okay. It's, uh, a game primarily for two players, but there is a single player version as well where you take on the AI. Um, two players take an night you've got an iPad, you've got an arena. It's kind of like futuristic football played on hover bikes. Uh, you grab your players with your finger, you pull back to charge up there. At their engines and then you let them go to send them flying across the screen. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to bash the ball into your opponent's goal. Um and that very much is the sort of the simple version of the rules. Um it goes on, there's various traps and power ups you can um you know you can throw your opponent into deadly buzzsaws and laser beams and supernovas you can you know you, there's Magnet pickups and, uh, uh, multi-ball power-ups, wormholes, all kinds of crazy stuff. And also the idea that, um, you're not actually limited to only using your own characters. You can also steal your opponent's characters and you can throw them into traps. And, you know, uh, at certain points in the game, you actually get benefits for killing your opponents in nasty ways. Well, they're not nasty that nasty it's not a <laughs> quite quite silly but um it's that whole kind of idea that it, you're trying to mess each other up you're trying to get in each other's way it's very very physical
0: yeah we, we like games like that we played a couple of those um over at Eurogamer in the indie section there there were, there were a couple of things that were people were putting out and where you were sharing a keyboard or sharing a screen and it just uh turned into a bit of brawl I love that sort of stuff
1: About a bastard
0: that was it, yeah, that uh, George Buckingham, we've had him on the show as well, actually, talking about a bastard and stuff.
1: Oh, that's, uh, you know, I I play that as well. Very impressed by it. Uh, I, I mean, that's, yeah, I love this kind of stuff. I love that thing where you're sharing a device, you're getting each other's way, you're messing each other up, you know, whether be it physically or mentally. There's something special about that, and it it, it makes, it really makes use of local multiplayer. I think, in an age where multiplayer is increasingly an online thing people making multiplayer games for a local experience i kind of get the feeling that they're pushed they're you know being encouraged to push the boundaries a bit more because you know they're having to answer the, the question you know what does this game do that an online version couldn't you know what what does local do that uh, online multiplayer doesn't do um and uh, yeah no a bastard is a fantastic example of that very
0: yeah i agree it's, we've we've lost that sort of thing i remember uh we used to play things like micro machines on the snes like all on the, the sofa together four or five people on there and uh it was a right little brawl and that's that has been kind of lost with the online uh gaming and stuff so it, it's really good to, to try and, and bring that local multiplayer element back in
1: it is great. It's great for parties. It's, you know, if it's on a, you know, tablet or a handheld of some kind, it's also great for down the pub as well. So, yeah. And I think, you know, more games in pubs is a pretty cool thing. They used to have arcade machines in them. Or at least I'm told they do. I wasn't, uh, I'm not old enough to remember <laughs> ever doing <it>, so. uh
0: <laughs> Well, I am, unfortunately. Yeah. We used to uh, we used to have an arcade machine in our pub we used to live in. Um, but anyway, I'm harking back now before I carry on doing that. Um, so talking a bit about the uh, the indie scene then. Obviously, over the last 18 months, two years, everyone's talking indie. Everyone seems to be making games. Some people to better effect than others. Um, and there's a lot of people trying to bring the whole indie dev community together. You've got things like the um, Indie Dev retweet Group, Indie Dev Retweet Group on Twitter, and stuff like that. Um, how are you finding the community of developers at the moment?
1: Um, I think there is you know, there is a fantastic community of people out there and there are people itching to try out new stuff and indies, uh, you know, just naturally from the fact that the way indies approach their craft, you know, saying, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to try and push the boundaries, means there's a lot of creativity and there's a lot of people hungry for that creativity. A lot of people, you know, who are saying, oh, I remember the games I used to enjoy because they were like this and this and why no, no no one... Making the games like I remember or making the games that I always wished existed and never did. And I, I think it's increasingly the indies because they are also these people. Uh, they're driven by the same desires as the people who enjoy indie games that you get a very strong sort of spirit and enthusiasm behind the scene. Um, there's a lot of great, like, uh, sort of, uh, indie meetups and things going on. Um the Cambridge Indies uh which I've been to quite a few times, uh they do things for Tig Jam and uh oh uh, Ludum Dare um other things. There's, uh there was um Bit of All Right Festival last year was a great meetup. There was uh you know, uh Game Camp was another great meetup which had a really strong kind of indie contingent in it. Um, that was an event in London last year, and all these physical meetups where people are coming together to talk about games, but not just talk about them, you know, go away afterwards and then make something out of that, it's it's just really inspiring. There's so many lovely and helpful people out there. It's it's fantastic. Definitely. Um,
0: so the App Store's getting really congested with um, lots of new indie games coming in all the time and stuff. Um are there any favorites that you like to play yourself do you have any time for actually playing games on there yourself or uh, is it all just development all the time for you
1: Um no that's uh well like one thing i found uh, sort of from being full time indie is because i have to sort of you yeah, know well i have to work so hard because i've got so many things to do is that i have uh less time for gaming than i used to unfortunately <laughs> yeah you try to you know i still do play a lot and I still you know keep on looking out for new things and games that have stood out recently super hexagon I think
0: yes
1: (laughs) be rating that at the moment and with perfectly good reason because it is a lovely example of getting a very simple game concept and just really you know taking it to its full potential um it's just a wonderful wonderful example of the craft um, Hotline Miami, uh, fantastic game. I love the look and feel. I love how everything kind of feels a bit glitchy, a bit like it's kind of decaying and fraying. And they do that real kind of psychological sort of uncomfortable feeling that portray it so well. Um, also another game I've been playing fairly recently is Spelunky, um, on Xbox. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of, uh the developers um used the um random elements just so well to create something that's different every time you play. It's unpredictable, you have to think on your feet. And I do like games which make you think on your feet. I'm trying to think if there's been anything else recently on the app, so I'll have to if anything comes to mind I will shout it out at some point. Of course, yeah. Are there any,
0: um, indie developers you'd like to do any sort of collaboration with? Or are you very much, um, all about yourself, um, and your own style of games? Is there anybody you'd like to work with or any teams that you've seen that are doing something interesting and you think you might be able to, uh, put your heads together or?
1: Um, yeah, that's a very interesting question. I mean, I do, um, I enjoy working on my own. I, I enjoy taking the reins on everything. I, I, I love, I love being able to do all my own artwork for like, the games as well as all 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 the coding, getting stuck in with that, and then having control over all the design and everything. And I, I guess in a way, I am a bit of a control freak, and I like to I like to have you know all my hands on all the all the cables and everything. <laughs> <Take care. laughs> Fair enough. So um, there is something that you don't get on your own, and that's the ability to bounce off ideas, you know, bounce ideas off of someone else, and have that real kind of um you know, discussion over what you're doing and, uh, bat ideas around and, uh, and I think that's something I, you know, I certainly wouldn't be adverse to working with other people because that kind of dialogue is really important, um, as a, you know, as a designer. And it's been, you know, quite, it's been good to be able to get that from friends and, you know, other developers when I meet them at events. But, um, I can definitely see the benefit in having that, you know, full time.
0: Lovely stuff. Okay, so well, I think I've I've probably kept you long enough now. Um we've had a good little chat and stuff. Before we go though, um can you link us to your website or um, anywhere we can find more stuff about the games you've made?
1: Um yeah, so uh my website is w dot dot com. That's A L I S T A I R A I T C H E S O N. Um my Twitter handle, A-G-Aitchison, A-G-A-I-T-C-H-E-S-O-N, or the easiest one to remember is probably the Greedy Bankers website, uh, which is www.greedy-bankers.com, and of course, you can find links to my website and Twitter from there.
0: Excellent. Yeah, we'll uh, put the links, obviously, in our uh, show notes and stuff like that so everyone can find you as well. Um, So... We've, as we said, you've got Greedy Bankers out. You've got the multiplayer version on the iPad out already. So everyone, please go and check out those. Um, and I'll give you one more chance just to sell us Slamjet Stadium before we go. Um, just just tell us again quickly about that and just tell us about the release date and stuff, please.
1: All right. Slamjet Stadium is a multiplayer iPad game. Uh, it's Havoc. It's Fast and Furious. It's futuristic football with like traps and power ups and crazy stuff and you can grab each other's arms and you can throw each other across the room if you want because the iPad can't tell if you're doing that so you're free to cheat and play dirty if you want um it's uh yeah it's pretty chaotic pretty fast paced and furious if you like um sort of multiplayer like just crazy fun stuff or if you like sports games or if you like physics games and you, hopefully you'll really enjoy it. Um, and I'm hoping to release it uh, for iPad onto the App Store um, at the end of February.
0: Lovely stuff. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. We'll uh, we'll certainly be playing that on the Console Ninjas and uh, give you give you our opinions on the Twitter and stuff. Um, it's been great talking to you, Alistair. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully everything goes well with Slumjet uh, Stadium. And, um, yeah, we might get you on in the future if you've got anything good coming up. And, um, yeah, we'll keep in touch. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks very much.
0: Okay, there you have it. That was the interview with Alistair. Um, Another good interview. Um, Alistair was really happy to come on and um, have a chat with me and promote his games a little bit. So go and check those things out. Um, Check out his Greedy Bankers game. There is a free version on there, but also um, he's got the the iPad version, which sounds really interesting, as you heard on there. So, um, yeah, go and check his stuff out. Go and check out his website. The uh, link to that will be in the show notes for this as well. Still supporting the uh, indie developers, as we love to do. So with that out of the way, the only other thing we need to do is um, sort out this stuff about the Ninja Challenge. So as you all know, we've had the uh, Punch Quest has been going on for the Ninja Challenge for the last few weeks. It's probably dragged on a little bit longer than I'd like it to, um, because we haven't really had an in between show out, and I didn't want to have this intruding on the main show. We'll do it now. We'll, we'll get this one done. We'll um, read out your winners. So looking on my Game Center leaderboard loads and loads of people joined in on this and whether that was because of the ninja challenge or whether that was um word of mouth and stuff i don't know but my leaderboard for this game has really taken off over the last few weeks i've gone through and it's quite difficult to work out who was already playing the game before the challenge whatever but i think i've got it sorted out and um, i'm going to read out the top three in reverse order (laughs) So, uh, with a score on the uh, Punch Quest of 122,000 and a few odd, was uh, our good old friend Matt Spink, Egg Daddy. Um, Nice one, mate, you come in third position. Second position on my leaderboard, I can see, is uh, Sam Davis, Linton 86, um, with 134,000 points. And top of the shot this time round, it wasn't Welsh Brennan, although he did have a bit of a late charge. But the top of the shop is Richie Ludlam, uh, old Richie Rich there, and he got a massive score of 153,000 and some odd points. So uh, Rich, you're going to be the winner this time round. Um, get in touch with me mate, let me know if there's a, a game that you, you want on the iOS and I'll gift that to you, if not I'll choose one and I'll get a, a decent game over to you and probably one of these indie games that I've been talking about. So that's that one out of the way, Um, thanks everyone for getting involved with it, it's um, been really good and there's been some banter going forward on the Twitter and stuff about about, um, Punch Quest and hopefully you all had a good time playing the game and it's time to set the next Ninja Challenge then. So this time round it's going to be a game that I found on the uh, iOS store a couple of weeks ago and I tried it out and worked out that the uh, Game Center integration really worked and stuff. And uh, I thought this might be an ideal one. So the game is called Pinball Kid. This is a free game on the App Store. You can find it, obviously, by searching on there. It's kind of pinballish, more of like an old-fashioned bagatelle sort of game, really, where there's not a great deal of action going on. But you're aiming to score the points you can from the balls you've got available. I think you have 9 or 10 balls. You hit them into the holes, and you, you score some points for those. So it's from Source Digital. ...who have got a lovely few games on the App Store... ...so go and check out some of their other stuff... ...but download this, Pinball Kid... ...just the free version... ...the way it's going to work... ...because there's three tables on there... ...if uh, you want to be part of the challenge... ...if you tweet me... ...or send me a challenge through Game Center... I'll go through the three leaderboards for each person, and I'll add together the scores you get on each of the tables. And whoever comes out as the overall winner from adding their scores on all three tables together, that person will get a prize again. I like giving out these little prizes; they're not too expensive for me, and it um, gives a bit of an incentive for you to uh, get your hand in and play this game. So, um, yeah, this one should be really good, actually. The the scores will be quite close together, I think. So it'll be working out your own skillful ways of uh, building up your scores. So with that, I'm going to leave you. So, pinball kid download it get involved ninja challenge send me a tweet or a challenge on the game center that's it i'm probably going to shoot off if you've if you've got any messages for us any feedback or anything like you know where to find us by now uh it's at console underscore ninjas on the twitter console ninjas podcast at gmail.com for the emails and um yeah thanks for listening hopefully we'll be back very shortly with another show. I know we're going to try and record in a couple of days' time for another full show. I know um, Will's got a few things to talk about, a few new games and stuff, and I've got some iOS stuff to talk about, as always. So, um, yeah, take it easy, everyone, and uh, we'll catch you soon.